of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call-in and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, Jeffrey's raising his hand already. Sorry about uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Bill Sparks, and welcome to All Things Radio 572 for March 4th, 2021. Glad to be around for another week, and I mean that literally. So <laughs> we're, we're hanging in there, and thanks for all the good wishes. Thank you so much. Jeff, I know you got a busy show plan for us oh we certainly do bill first of all i want to say hello to everybody listening and for those who will listen later on we'll say hello to you guys as well first of all we'll start things off with the radio news from a national perspective and we'll follow up with jennifer sparks calling her in format changes and in bill's featured segment we're going to travel to st louis missouri once again and we're going to listen to rob grayson on radio station ktrs am in my classic air tech section we're traveling to new york city and we're going to listen to a radio announcer who we've heard before on All Things Radio Live, but he worked at WCBS-FM on the previous air tracks that we played. But this time we're going to listen to a radio announcer who was really dear, a dear, dear friend of mine. I had gotten to meet him a bunch of times over the years, Bill Brown. But he's where he started in New York City at WORFM in September of 1969. Finally, our featured station section takes us to Kalamazoo, Michigan. And I had a request from a listener who said that they wanted to hear Jack FM and the station we're listening to changed to the Jack FM format just a few weeks ago. And that's radio station WV, as in victory, VFM. So well, with all of that, we've got a very busy show this week. And I wanted to touch bases with Bernie and some of the people because we've got some things going on in radio, which I think we could talk about after the radio news segment as well. And talk about people who mentored you because I, Bill Brown was a mentor for me when I went to college and he helped me along the way and gave me some a lot of encouragement. And even though I didn't get into radio, we were friends for many, many years. So, Bill, I'll turn it over to you and we can get the show on the road. I guess we can, Jeff. And if anybody on the panel got anything outstanding before we get started, Bernie, I, I'm not going to put you on the spot. But after Jeff's award-winning news, I'm going to ask you some questions about some ratings and share my comments on the Indianapolis ratings that I think. Okay. Yeah. We've had some slides ups and downs, so we'll be we'll be <laughs> yeah. t- t- we'll be talking about that. So without further ado, as Jeff says, for his own award winning news, here's Jeff's whoa. It won't be unless I hit the right button here. Here we go. I 
live. Jeff Bender for All Things Radio. And here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. More major groups report their fourth quarter revenue results. KMOX AM gets an FM translator. We'll let you know what's happening on the street. And we'll continue our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting and iHeartMedia, as well as Edgecom reported their fourth quarter revenue results. In the case of Edgecom, their revenue results for the fourth quarter were down 23%. However, Edgecom is touting the fact that the revenue results for their fourth quarter were better than they were for their third quarter. Edgecom is also touting their podcast, but they're not talking about how much revenue they're making from their podcast at this time. However, a company that is talking about revenue from podcasting is iHeartMedia, which says that their revenue for podcasting in the fourth quarter was about $42 million. One major reason iHeartMedia is doing so well with their podcast is that they promote their podcast very heavily on their over 800 stations that they own and operate. But what about the revenue results for iHeartMedia on their radio division? iHeartMedia CEO Bob Pittman says that they're hoping to get back to 2019 revenue levels. So here are the results. Broadcast revenue was down 19%. Network revenue was down 60%. But digital revenue was up 53%. There's more news in iHeartRadio. iHeart is splitting its podcast division from its digital division and they'll be run as separate units. The digital unit will be part of the radio broadcast unit. And we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. There's other news from iHeartRadio. With iHeartRadio laying off numerous engineers in various radio markets. They're going to be centralizing their engineers where engineers will work at more than one radio market. And with the current automation, iHeartRadio can centralize that as well in various radio hubs. iHeartRadio is looking to get rid of large radio studios and have smaller pods where radio announcers can work out of. And they're also allowing radio announcers to work out of their homes. Is this a new future for radio? We'll talk about this later in All Things Radio Live. In other radio news, KMOX AM now has an FM translator on 98.7. The translator was being used by Entercom's other owned and operated talk station, that's KFTK-FM, which transmits on a frequency of 97.1. However, that's all going to change on March 22nd. The translator will air the programming of radio station KMOX AM, and along with these changes, two talk hosts are also making changes, one at KMOX AM and one at KFTK-FM as well. Dave Glover, who currently works at radio station KFTK-FM, is moving. He'll be working at KMOX AM, and he'll work from 2 p.m. till 6 p.m. Mark Reardon, who handles afternoons at KMOX AM, will move to KFTK-FM. It'll air Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m., and Dave Glover will air the best of Dave Glover from 6 to 7 p.m. on KFTK-FM. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. WCWA-AM in Toledo, Ohio, is rebranded itself as The Gambler. The sports radio station, which is owned and operated by iHeartRadio, will air programming from the Vegas Stats and Information Network as well as the BetR Network, and they're calling themselves The Gambler. Endocom is making changes at its sports radio station KFXX-AM in Portland, Oregon. Here's how it all shakes out. Afternoon hosts Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague will be moving to mornings. Dusty Hare and AJ McCord will handle middays from noon till 3. The Herd with Cullen Calher will continue airing from 9 a.m. till noon. Folks living in Buffalo will hear a new classic hip-hop radio station on the Cumulus owned and operated radio station WBFF-AM and its FM translator on 98.7. They'll be using the services of the Westwood One Satellite Radio Network. In other news, Edicom appoints two new market managers in Boston, Massachusetts and Seattle, Washington. In Boston, Massachusetts, Edicom is appointed Tim Clark as the new market manager for their Boston radio cluster. Tim Clark comes to this radio cluster after working for Cox Media. Claudia Menegas is the new market manager for Edicom owned and operated radio stations in Miami, Florida. She comes to this cluster after working for Edicom 
in Orlando, Florida. Child Square Media has made changes to the radio landscape in North Adams, Massachusetts at radio station WNAWAM. With the addition of an FM translator on 94.1, the station is now broadcasting a country music format. Salem is adding two more radio stations in the San Francisco market. The first one is KDYA AM on 1190 with their gospel format, and the second one is KDIA AM on 1640 with their religious teaching format. Finally, say so long to the Man Up format on radio station WVBZFM in Greensboro, North Carolina. They transmit on a frequency of 105.7, and they've dropped the Man Up Talk format in favor of Real Rock, and yes, we'll provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WTOP-FM with its own news operation. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in the nation's capital is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one ranked radio station is WBZ-AM with its news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WZLX-FM with a classic rock format. In Miami, Florida... The number one rack radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR-FM with a Spanish format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rack radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. The number two rack radio station is KUOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster also programming a news talk format. Finally, the number three rack radio station in Seattle, Washington is KISWFM with a rock format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rec radio station is WMXDFM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WOMCFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WCSXFM with a classic rock format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rec radio station is KESZFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KFYIAM with a news talk operation. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one rec radio station is KNOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is KFXN-FM with its all sports format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In the San Diego, California market, the number one rec radio station is KXSN-FM with a classic its format. The number two rec radio station is KPBS-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Diego, California is KLNV-FM with a regional Mexican format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rec radio station is WDUV-FM with a little contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian CHR format. Finally, the number three rec radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WRBQ-FM with a classic its format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one rec radio station is KCFR-FM with a news talk format. The number two rec radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in the Denver-Boulder, Colorado market is KOSI-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rec radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. 
format. The number two ranked radio station is WERQFM with an urban format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WIYYFM with a rock format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KSHEFM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KLOUFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KEZKFM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was the Center for Disease Control, followed by Progressive Insurance, Babel, the Language Learning Company, Indeed, the Employment Recruiting Firm, and Merrill. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Okay, thank you, Jeff. And while I've got the microphone here, I might as well ask Bernie these ratings questions. Number one, no surprises with Indianapolis that will be coming up. Jeff will read it next week. But WIBC was number one. But um, your, your station was number two. But yeah, the, number two. But Hank, I mean, Bernie, I'm talking about a slide. <laughs> what? Yeah, they, they fell off the map there a little bit this time. And um, the other one, the two other observations was the rise of 103.3, alt 103. Yeah, this surprised me too. And the other one, I suppose, is the fan at a 4.0 rating. Yeah. That is excellent for sports talk. So, yeah. uh, and, and all the all the stations you're mentioning, uh, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on this. It's, uh, it's it's kind of a surprise that 103.3, and you've mentioned this on a few different occasions. How you you just keep thinking they're going to go through a format change, right. and uh, and you know, and we've talked about this here before, and it's all it's got to be about placement, you know, where these meters are placed uh, that has a lot to do with this. Well, I know they've never they've never offered me a PPM. Right, but, but, but what I'm saying is for a sports talk station, a 4.0 rating, and the QM listeners were very, very good. I mean, that I'm, I'm not trying to toot their horn, but that's still very good for a sports talk station. I mean, do they have a Bill? Do they have a or Bernie? Either one? Do they have a lot of like people we would recognize on the fan? Dan Dockage. Well, they've got Dan. Well, he was we there. Recognize yeah. that name? Yes. <laughs> he got in more trouble again, by the way. So he, oh, yeah. his his tenure. Well, let's say. It's amazing how he, he can just kind of get right through it, and and uh, this involved ESPN, and he's still uh, he's still going to be on ESPN because he's the Teflon yeah. doll. I mean, I mean, and, and he and he, he's very he's very popular. People people he may be controversial, but people like him, and and, and if well, the average, you know, that that's part of the issue. You know, they, and they he's got him. his and remember he's got his own Saturday morning. On uh, XM, XM on the uh, channel he will not lack for a job. He'll probably find a job, but no, no, no. but but I, I guess the you know the, the ratings are good. But w- do you attribute this? We're not talking about ten seventy a.m. here. These FM translators and how 
they have really impacted and do would have if somebody would have told you this 30 years ago that a 250 watt fm translator would change the course of some ratings i'd have said you were crazy they were complaining because they were three or six thousand so uh, I think that uh, part of it is they've, they've positioned those two stations uh, pretty well in the city to cover uh, what one area does that the other does. And they, they barely promote the AM at all. In oh, fact, yeah. no. I don't, in fact, I don't even, you know, they might mention it on the ID, but, yeah, the, the, but barely. Yeah. But. You know, but it, it, it's just the trend of things. I was listening to it. We did a market scope on it several months ago, WDJO in Cincinnati. They don't even right. mention the AM. They just say 99.5 and 1079 right. or whatever. They don't sure. even mention the AM. So that I was no, but that, that was just my observations. I just took away some notes and said, Wonder what you're thinking. I mean, it was obvious, you know, that you could see the slide, and that can't continue because they'll have to do something, you know, with. Well, um, another thing about translators is that even though they're low power, those transmitters in many cases are in the population centers of where they need to cover. That's one thing that helps them out, as opposed to the old, you know, six thousand. That's true. Station from 15, uh, you, 20 miles away. And, and you know, Bernie, I wanted to also bring up something uh, that it's not disturbing because I know that I, I see the trend. But I was talking about iHeartMedia. This certainly is not uh, is going to be indicative of, of other companies. But my theory is that that if they if if they centralize their network operations and they are doing that, we've talked about this before. I think the the next step for radio announcers is not going. You won't be working for the radio station. You'll be working as an independent contractor for the company. You'll pay your own health insurance. You'll you know you will be a like a like a like an Uber employee. You will be self employed and contracted. Yeah, and that's exactly the way they love it. They wow. I, I mean, I, it, I mean, the, uh, as, as I always bring up my sister, Bill, and Bill, you know, I was talking because I talked to her about that. And, and we talked about this a lot because the days of, of you working for a company, getting a retirement, getting a pension, being set for life are gone. Essentially, the days of the days of independent contracting are getting are, are here and it's not it's not going to change and it's going to get worse. And if, if, if you don't and you will have to figure out how to set up a 401k, how to save money for that, how to pay your Social Security taxes, how to pay your tax. I mean, this is what it's coming to in many sectors. And radio is just going to be one of those sectors. I've just, just you know, wanted to know what you thought about that, Bernie. The thing about the thing about what iHeart is doing is so interesting. A friend of mine 20 years ago said, why does Emmis need these big studios when you can run a radio station on a laptop? <laughs> well, as as I said, they're, they're looking at calling the studio. They're calling them pods. I mean, because ra- yeah. right now, radio stations that I are, are owning don't have to have but all the back office stuff is done is centralized. And the sale. If you're a salesperson of the radio station, you don't have to be at the radio station to do the, to, to sell. You could sell with you. You can use your laptop. 
and any any salesperson is going to be visiting clients, and then they, they don't even have to visit clients anymore. Really, they they, they no. can shoot over the the slide. Well, they'll they'll start when the pandemic's over. But yeah, you know, they they certainly people will be a lot more amenable to doing things remotely. Half the things, you know, I always keep saying that two thirds of the people that uh, a third of the people that work at home will continue to work at home every, in a given day, because even when the pandemic's over, because people are so used to doing things remotely. Right. But, I mean, most people believe you know, that, that it may not be complete work at home, but there will be a hybrid approach to working two or three days a week or whatever. Yeah. And you know, no one well, really knows. Go ahead, Bernie. Okay. The, the, the thing about radio stations, though, which is a little bit different is that, uh, there was a point where, for instance, when uh, when Jeff Smolian built uh, MS downtown here in Indianapolis, uh, I mean, it's a huge building. It's a great building. Uh, but now it's become somewhat cavernous because they've had to cut, obviously cut staff. Uh, quite often, you don't even have people in those studios, which are beautiful studios. Except for the coffee stains on the carpeting in the studio. <laughs> yeah, but that's that, that's common with every radio station. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think one of the big problems is number one, engineers stations don't have engineers. We have a problem in Miami. One hundred one point nine has a Spanish translator, uh, WKAT fourteen fifty, and on the same frequency is a translator with nothing on it, just dead air. It's been like that for for months. Well, I mean, we've we've talked about this a lot, uh, yeah. uh, but the the only problem, and I don't see a problem with centralizing engineering in a sense. But what happens when the transmitter goes down? And that's and I'm in Albany, New York, but the the engineers that have to work on this stuff are living in Massachusetts, are living in Syracuse, for example. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to they're going to have to figure this out, and it's not going to happen all they at can once. Do, but well, they honestly, they can do a lot of this stuff uh, remotely. I mean, a lot of yeah. times, if we have issues at the station. Uh, if an engineer has to wake up in the middle of the night to work on it, he, he can do it at home. Now, I don't know if he can do all of it at home, but it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Joe, you have your hand raised. Can you roll your hand? Can you roll it? Right. Can you uh, no. unmute yourself, please? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi. This this is Joe here. Anyway, EIB Network still continues here in Albuquerque, New Mexico at 770 Cumulus Station KKOB. Yeah. Well, well, we understand that. I think we've had enough of Rush. I think. I think. Well, they're trying away. to turn him into Lucy. Old, you know, I love Lucy. They're trying to keep it going. You know. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. I mean, let, if yeah. I were a radio programmer, I would say let's you know go on to something. Yeah. Well, they don't have any. Current. The problem is they don't have any bright ideas as to what to put uh, on no, there. So I try. To, I know? would find some weekend. I'd find somebody on my staff who could do it. Some young, yeah. well, young up and coming. I, I think what you're going to see is it. what happened. What happened in Danbury, Connecticut, when he talked about it last week, and we can yeah, say it one more that. time with Rush Limbaugh is that the, the stations are not going to continue keeping this right. This, but we, we do have on one more hand raise. We do, we do have we do have one more hand raise. And Karen, can you unmute yourself, please? Out in the, I, I believe it's Knoxville, Tennessee. Go ahead, Karen. Yep. Uh, I believe it's hit star six to unmute yourself on the phone, Karen. Yep. Yeah. Hi. There you are. There you go. There she is. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I know WSB when they uh, are promoing when they give any of their promos. It's if you know ninety-five five uh, FM, and the only time they mention WSB AM seven fifty is uh, on the ID. Wow. This You're bouncing back to Atlanta. You said 750 instead of 650. There you go. 
That's WSB. Uh, this is well, 650 WSM in Nashville. <laughs> this, is a, this is a question I have about that, and that is that 98.5 in Atlanta is WSB-FM. Why don't you no, just no, it's double, uh, yes, it's WSB-FM. It's really yeah. more available. But they, but, yeah, but they call it the Star 98.5 or something. Yeah, they, they don't call it WSB. No, I know, but what I'm saying is why don't you just flip those call it. They just yeah. you know, changed the call letters. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't done that in Chicago. Isn't that the same situation with WBBM? They could put those yeah. call letters uh, on, on the station where BBM is AM. Well, they're kind of they're known as B ninety six. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't want to mess with that. I guess we have two hands well, raised. I want to get to. I, I want to get to the hands that have raised because. Oh, thank you very much, Karen and Alan Cleveland. Can you uh, unmute yourself, please? Okay. Good evening, uh, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, good to be yep. here again. Uh, an interesting uh, thing happened the other night. Uh, I was at uh, Columbus Station, WMNI, the easy listening station. And uh, <laughs> the funny thing, you need engineers, definitely, because they played the Fox News theme at midnight, da 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 da, da and you, you hear the end of the theme, and then you didn't hear Jack Callahan for a full minute, and probably he comes out in the middle of a story. So I don't know if it's an engineer glitch or something. Or, or something happened to the happened. satellite, you know, whatever. Nobody's there, yeah, so you something. can't really do, do anything yeah. when that happens. Some That's problem. Fire, right. Right, yeah. you don't hear this dead air, and then it comes in in the middle of the newscast. So. Yeah, but that was pretty. Wow. Yeah, that's right. You need engineers, buddy. You need. I'm like Mike from uh, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you see, I, see, that's why I like Mike. You know, he and I are you know, on the Thank same you. page. Yeah, but again, again, as Bernie said, yes, unless a tube blows in the transmitter, which is, which is everything's all solid safe these days. You know, he's right about it. I mean, you can. If if I said to Bill, look, I have a way to make your automation work, and I put your automation in a data center, there would be no power failure problems because there'd be generators to back up everything. We could run the automation with with with, with people who could be sub administrators. I mean, the, the technology is there, and and radio stations are not stupid owners, and they're going to use that technology to that advantage. That's the only thing I'm going to say. They are going to use it, and they're going to use it, and it's going to get a prevalent throughout the industry. So that's 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 you know that's how it is, um, you know. Well, I mean, we have the river here in Albany, WRVE. They have no local announcers except in the morning that that, that are live. Everything is voice tracked throughout the day, um, and it's it's like that on WTRY in Troy, the oldie station on the FM, and it's like that on, on many of the stations. So it's it's getting to the point yeah, it's, where it's cheaper to where it's it's cheaper to have a few hours of dead air than it is to hire a board up to watch those stations <laughs> that's where you have your west one uh all these stations you know 24 hours eight hour shifts <laughs> well you know when i when i worked at the easy listing station in long island for a brief time it was automated but before then every announcer worked a six-hour shift and, they, and it was a beautiful music station and that was yeah, very common, common in that format yeah, so you worked yeah. six to noon noon to six six to noon and noon to six and that's how i fell asleep during their shifts with that music going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's tough to stay awake let me tell you sometimes thank you very much al i appreciate it thank you thank you there you go and jeff before we to uh before we get to the format changes bill couple of quickies here number one yes we have talked about it on sports long live the blue jays are simulcasting radio and tv so that is confirmed um some questions about streaming baseball and and here's the, the thing people have said hey you know there's this station says they're streaming is that true yes and no yes they are streaming but it is it is only a local thing if you're in if I'm here in Des Moines, I can't listen to 
the Cardinals streaming out of St. Louis on KMOX. But if you're in St. Louis, you can. So it is a local thing. It's not around the nation. Well, right. it, it, it could be. It could be. Well, let's just say it this way. Yeah, it started last year with KNBR. Sorry. There are st- right. there are ways yeah. that you can get around that, but I'm not going to talk about right. it here. But one one other quick news note, and I know we talked about it before, but it didn't make the news. Of course, a longtime Dallas radio personality, Russ Martin, passed away at the age of 60. They don't know the cause of death. Now he had cancer because he was only doing a two-hour shift, and he was doing it from his home. He was at the Eagle in Dallas. Uh, 1987 to 2000, he made the transition from top 40 to rock, and then he replaced Howard Stern, and then he went to, when 105.3 went to the talk format, live 105.3, he was there until 2008, and then when they went to the fan, he was gone, he had some legal issues, I think, and then in 2010, he ended up back at the Eagle, and he was there until the end, and they're actually doing a tribute kind of a deal all day tomorrow raising money I guess there's a Russ Martin Foundation where he raised money for cancer they're going to have a 6am to 7pm on you know KEGL which is on iHeartRadio people can listen but yeah he was 60 years old uh, they ran him in Austin the tunnel center for about 6 months and Gary might have more on it so. alright very yeah. good Sean yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Pretty well, and Jeff, yeah, go ahead. We're going to ask one last question of Bernie. It won't take but a minute. But hey, speaking, show, Bernie. yeah, but speaking, <laughs> I know, I'm ready. Speaking of, I, in, words, I know so you okay. do, and so right. th- that's why I'm I'm doing this real quick. But speaking of it. engineers, yeah, speaking of engineers, I had a friend who was an engineer at Emmis, and. We, worked with him on ham radio and he was a nice guy and I think he left him as, but the the point I'm trying to make his name was Bob Hawkins and he used to do a lot of small town radio stations all yeah, over the he still does. does he? Is, yeah. is he still going? You know who I'm talking about then? Oh, I met him when I got there in 1981 Yeah, he he was at Emmis a long, long time but oh, yeah. he, he used to talk to us in between jobs you know he'd go and that's where i think the there will always be jobs for people doing the small town because they don't have all the big city you know things to do the, on the form he, well, he maybe, actually loves doing small town work he, he really likes it he uh, does he also does he also does work for k-love which is basically based here now and uh, he loves the fact that they pay their bills so, ah, there you go. That's the thing. Real quick, the thing about the thing about Bob is he could take an AM station and make it sound audio-wise like CKLW used to sound. I mean, huh. he had a station down here in Columbus, Indiana at one time, and it just... And I told him later, I said, I wish I had known you when I was programming WERK in Muncie, because... I, oh my God, he, he was phenomenal. He loved radio, though, too. He just yeah. loved, I mean, you could discuss radio with him by the hours. And he was from yeah. Cincinnati or someplace like that. But he knew Ohio radio, knew Indiana, knew Kentucky. He just knew radio. And it's, one of these guys would just, everyone, Gary, Jeff, would all love talking to oh, sure. Bob. So, great, great guy. But I, I just had to put that in there because I remember him from the ham radio days. 
And right. he, he built a repeater that Jeff, of course, for that time, it was a big thing. And he hooked it up to Evansville, a guy by the name. He's not so famous now, but his name was Marty Hensley. And he's famous, <laughs> yeah. not necessarily in the right way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I knew that I would get that when I went there. <laughs> but <laughs> he was a nice guy before, okay? But then, but, you know, you know who I'm so, talking about. <laughs> I have one quick Bob Hawkins story. Okay. You guys will all appreciate this. I'll keep it brief, too. Uh, 1981, uh, ENS came on in July, and I was working weekends. And one Saturday morning, I came in to do my shift. And back then, we had a news person who did, even on Saturday morning, did news. And I kept trying to bring her up on the board and trying to bring her up, and she, the audio just would not work. And uh, finally, I had to wake Bob up. He was the engineer, and he was, he was sleeping in. I mean, it was already 6.30 in the morning. Come on. Uh, on Saturday. Uh, and I said, uh, Bob, I can't seem to bring the newsroom up. Uh, he goes, oh, we changed the pot. Oops. <laughs> I, said, I said, well, it, 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 it would have been nice if, if someone had told me. And he said, I would have left you a note, but I can't write Braille. There you go. <laughs> wow. And this is long before voicemail. So, uh, you know, people, you know, nowadays they could have at least stuck it on your, uh, on your voicemail or something. Hey, well, you know? But at that point, we started off our real negative. Flow. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. You don't do that. You don't cop out like that. You know, I mean, I'm trying to get the news person on. I'm sounding like, you know, crap on the air because you wouldn't tell me. And, uh, but, but, you know, to this very day, we joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it got a nice big sign in the studio, uh, Bernie. I bet there were. Yeah, there probably were a few. <laughs> and unfortunately, you couldn't read them, you know, so. Speaking hey, of reading. Fox caller and format change. Yeah, she's got a bunch of them yeah. this week. I don't know how long it is, but. Yeah. Here we go, Jennifer Go. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of March 4th. WBIY 88.3, LaBelle, Florida, changes primary format from Spanish Contemporary Christian to News Talk and adds a secondary format, gospel music, and changes slogan from Andes de Amor to Radio Evolution Inter. WC WA 1230 Toledo, Ohio changes slogan from Fox Sports Radio 1230 to Fox Sports 1230 The Gambler WJTK 96.5 Columbia City, Florida changes format from silent to talk WVIW 104.1 Bridgeport, West Virginia changes format from silent to religious teaching and adds slogan, Christian Information Radio. WZZA 1410 Tuscumbia, Alabama changes primary format from urban contemporary to urban adult contemporary and changes secondary format from inspirational gospel to urban contemporary. WKEU FM 88.9 The Rock, Georgia changes format from classic rock 
to classic hits. WVFM 106.5 Kalamazoo, Michigan changes format from adult contemporary to adult hits and changes slogan from my FM 106.5 WVFM to 96.5 Jack FM. KKNS 1310 Corrales, New Mexico changes format from format not available to country and adds slogan the voice of the Navajo Nation. KLMP 88.3 Rapid City, South Dakota changes slogan from 88.3 KLMP Words for Life to 88.3 KLMP. KMYC 1410 Marysville, California changes format from silent to talk. KXGL 100.9 Amarillo, Texas changes slogan from 101 The Eagle to 100.9 The Eagle. WCHQ 790 Ashland City, Tennessee changes slogan from 103.9 The Bear to Q Country 103.9. WCNC 1240 Elizabeth City, North Carolina changes format from silent to sports and adds network provider Fox Sports Radio and adds slogan 98.1 The Score. WHOF 101.7 North Canton, Ohio changes format from soft AC to classic hits. WOBM FM 92.7 Tom's River, New Jersey changes slogan from 92.7 WOMB Best Variety to 92.7 WOMB. WTLO 1480 Somerset, Kentucky changes slogan from America's Best Music 
Vermont changed its format from oldies to classic hits. WJXN FM 100.9 Utica, Mississippi changes format from classic hip-hop to adult hits and changes slogan from G100.9 to 100.9 Jack FM. WWBG 1470 Greensboro, North Carolina changes format from silent to classic hits and adds slogan the big 980 WWFX 100.1 Southbridge Massachusetts changes format from classic hits to classic rock WZBR 1410 Dedham Massachusetts changes format from silent to R&B oldies and adds slogan 98.1 the urban heat the following stations have signed off the air KNAF FM 105.7 Fredericksburg, Texas WLNL 1000 Horseheads, New York KLDE 104.9 El Dorado, Texas KPEP 106.5 El Dorado, Texas KESO 92.7 South Padre Island, Texas WNMQ 103.1 Columbus, Mississippi KPSU 91.7 Goodwill, Oklahoma KZSP 95.3 South Padre Island, Texas And those are your call letter and format changes for this week For All Things Radio I'm Jennifer Sparks Wishing all of you a good week Boy, Texas took a dime Yeah, really I'm sure most of them will be coming back you think they're coming back? I doubt Unless it. Unless they got one of those utility bills for four thousand dollars a month, well, like that I woman mean, said. Yeah, maybe so. They probably yeah. have weather weather damage they have to fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, that's why that's what I'm talking about. They'll be coming back because of that. Yeah, yeah. You find the VX down there, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's hard to DX with uh, gloves on when the power was out, though. You know that that doesn't work too well. Yeah, especially those up and down scan buttons. It's kind of hard to feel those on your radio these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just amazing because I don't think a lot, I think you you say they're going to come back, but some of those stations may not be coming back because it may cost them too much no. to get back on the air. Exactly. Especially if, you know. And, and and because of this of, of storm and everything else, if that has affected a lot of these stations, you know how many how many of those stations had insurance, the proper insurance to get them back yeah. up and running. And well, then when, a couple of them are near some semi-major towns, so those will most likely come back when they can. And and the other part of the problem is waiting for the money from the insurance company. You could wait forever. They they got a mountain of claims to go through, when the, and oh, yeah. because you're a radio station, doesn't necessarily mean. You're going to be prioritized on the uh, on, yeah. the, on the list. And if of, you got to find uh, a tower crew, that's a problem too. So, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, good. It's, one, it, we'll see. It's going to yeah, take time for the radio. Yeah, the one in Fredericksburg, Texas. I think they have two other stations: Hill Country Broadcasting. That's like a little west of Austin and San Antonio. So, I mean, that may or may not. Have, that's probably weather damage project. there. So, yeah, so yeah, that one is probably weather damage. Yeah, that fourteen ten—that's an interesting thing because they've bounced around, been a lot of gospel and this and that, and so they uh, now are hooked up with ninety eight one, which makes sense because that's right out of Brockton. And I forget if that's still owned by Intercom or that got flip flopped. I think that might have been flip flopped somewhere because they were owned by Intercom for a while. But it's a fairly popular. It doesn't show up in the Boston ratings, but it's fairly popular. Like when I'm in the ride, going on the paratransit, 
you know, some of the drivers will have it on because it, it, it doesn't get up into Boston real well, but it's a good signal here on the South Shore. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to have to think. I'm going to have to figure out um, how to uh, get Jerry Williams for you, Bob, by the way, Chris, because uh, I do have that air check of him uh, having a fight with a legislator and getting. Yeah. And, and then we're getting into a fist fight. And, and the. And it's not, um, as I said before, it's not the it's not the best quality, but we'll do the best we can to, to put it yeah. on at some point. So. That'll be good. So that'll be interesting. Now both of them would be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, wow. they'd both be in jail. But we're going to feature, I know what I do, my segment tonight, we're going to start featuring some talk show hosts uh, across the country. So I think, you know, Jeff, you've got your Bill Browns and all your people, so we'll get some talk show hosts. Oh, that's cool. You know, just give us a little bit of variety, you know, in what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I guess we might as well, Jeff, while we're at it, we might as well do this. You know, it's one of those stations that that, that, that I know that you like them, and I know Mike likes them, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, I'm amazed this station is... It's been many iterations over the years. When they were what KSD at one time, and yeah, all news at KSD five fifty, yeah. And they've yeah. been a little bit of everything, but they've they always the Cardinals for a few years. They got the Cardinals away from KMOX, and they've had the Blues away, and they've yep. they've um, they've really given KMOX a run for its money, and probably and, made it a better station. Yeah, and well, George Nori, George Nori's came from KTRS, and he talked about KTRS. He said he was doing a show, a local show, and then that's how he ended up replacing Art Bell on uh, Coast to Coast AM. He, you know, he was doing well, a, set, a 9 to midnight show on KTRS. Well, why don't we hear what they sound like with, with Rob Grayson? Well, right? let's see if we'll see if Chris can pick out the year and the date. See, okay. that's, that's why I do these things, so that Chris can can pick this out. It'll probably nice tell show. us right there. All right. All right, here we go. Now back to the inside with John Grayson and Jennifer Blow. This hour presented by R&R Sanitation, where they want your stake in business. It's time to get it off your chest and tell the world what's bugging you. Ticked off Tuesday on the inside, John Grayson and Jennifer Blow. 1124 the time. You know, Jennifer, it's tough to get into Ticked Off Tuesday when I got a really nice text from Mark over at Killer Vintage. <laughs> uh, just raving over the Chris Robinson interview. Thank you, Mark. I enjoyed it. I mean, Chris is uh, Rich Robinson. Boy, I screwed up. I shouldn't call him the brother that he hates. Now get back to work. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing listening to this show, Mark? I, yeah, right. Now yeah. he might have been ticked off but, and uh, will text it, in at 84126. Yeah, it could be. But no, he, he yeah, apparently really enjoyed that. And so did we because Rich. Rich is just an, he's an outstanding guy and a, an amazing player as well. Uh, but thank you very much for that, Mark. Now, on to business and Ticked Off Tuesday. And if you want to jump in with us and tell us what, to you, what you're ticked off about, do that. 314-969-5877. Or you can text in at 84126. And what about you, Jennifer? You got something to be ticked off about today? Nope. Oh, come on. You <laughs> no, have I, to. It's... I was just reading that Nike story about Colin Kaepernick, and then I started reading the comments. Uh-huh. There are a lot of ticked-off people. <laughs> yes, there are. And this is one that, you know, honestly, for me, even watching this story happen, it's more of a confused day Tuesday than it is a ticked-off Tuesday because I don't understand 
the response. What happened, if you haven't heard the story, is that Nike uh, decided to put Colin Kaepernick's face on their new advertisements. And it's part of their, their new newly revamped Just Do It campaign. And it has a slogan that's something along the lines of believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Uh, because Colin Kaepernick did. He was the one who started the kneeling uh, the, the kneeling demonstrations during the national anthem at the pro football games. Two years ago, and he hasn't been signed since. Right. And he, he decided not to re-up his contract with the 49ers and go out and test the free agent market. And what he found out was nobody wanted to sign him. And But didn't I hear you guys say he wasn't very good? Well, they, and that's that was part of the argument that he didn't have the stats that would necessarily uh, you know, get the kind of money that he thought he was going to get. But he didn't get any offers at all. And and he was a he was a player who played in a and, Super Bowl, and so I mean that would give you something, right? You know, usually. But he also played in a gadget system, and you know. There, so there, I don't there know are, what that is. There, I'll, I'll explain that in a second. There are arguments to be made that maybe he just wasn't a saleable commodity in the NFL. He believes, and many people believe along with him, that he was blackballed. And that case is going forward. And that case is going forward. So he's suing the NFL, saying that they colluded, that all of the owners colluded to keep him out. Now, the gadget thing, he ran an offense in San Francisco uh, that was based on a a single style of play. Uh, not to get too into the weeds on this, but it's it's a handoff that's uh, it's designed to confuse the defense as to whether the quarterback is really handing the ball off or faking it, keeping it himself, and going the other direction. And he was very good in that system. He was never a great passer. Uh, he's a pretty good finesse passer, but he was never a great passer. So in a regular pro-style uh, offense, he's not going to do terribly well in the NFL. Um, which is, you know, if you've got a team that's built around a certain offense and everybody's doing the same thing and all of a sudden you put in a quarterback who runs an entirely different system and really only works well in that system, you have to then commit your entire team to running that style of offense. And that's a it's a very difficult transition to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that was part of it as well. But where we are now is that uh, Colin Kaepernick decided... Uh, well, the Nike, rather, decided to put Colin Kaepernick's face out as the, the face of their new uh, Just Do It campaign. And since they made that decision, because there's so much rancor still over the kneeling protests and arguments about whether it's right or wrong or whether it should be allowed or not, and even the owners can't come to any consensus on this, um, there are now people posting videos of themselves destroying their own Nike gear, shoes and T-shirts and socks and whatever. And and the thing is, like I said, it's more of a, an object of confusion for me because it's their stuff. They can do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. If they want to burn up all their Nike T-shirts, they can burn up all their Nike T-shirts. I just don't understand what that's supposed to accomplish. Other than, look at me, I can do something jerky. It's It's almost like throwing a tantrum. Is, well, they want attention. Is right. Is a substitute for protest. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not protesting Nike because they're not doing anything that would in any way harm Nike. In fact, uh, Nike is getting so many mentions. I mean, think about how many times we've said that word in the last. Yes. Now, if they stopped buying the products, 
right on masks that might have an effect it might and and then again i mean nike is one of the most popular brands out there specifically with a, a crowd that is young enough that a fair size proportion of them are going to be on Colin Kaepernick's side. Mm -hmm. So the people that are saying, I'll never buy Nike again, probably haven't bought Nike in 30 years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it just seems pointless. And it seems like, well, I'll show them. And I don't think that's what protest is supposed to be. Uh, like I said, it's their stuff. They can do whatever they want with it. But I think I, they should donate it. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea. If you don't want to wear it or be seen in it anymore, donate it to the Salvation Army. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I think this... Uh certainly spells certain doom for Nike because it's been proven with similar protests uh, by similar groups over the last couple of years. They closed down the Hamilton musical. There's no more Starbucks anymore. Uh, Keurig completely went out of business. Oh, no, wait. No, no, no. Right. You know, and the Keurig thing is another one. They, when they started smashing up Keurigs and putting up YouTube videos, and that lasted about a weekend. And why, I forget why they were doing that. You know, I so do I. That's so wasteful. Uh, right. Uh, but, you know, Keurig already has your money. They don't mm-hmm. care what you do with the machine. If you want to paint the thing bright green and shoot it into space, you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's yours, but it just doesn't really accomplish anything. So, uh, so I just I sat all weekend very amused by watching all of this happen and thinking. All all this, if there is any real world effect, it is to draw even more attention to one of the most iconic brands in sportswear. Mission accomplished for Nike. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Way to go, guys. Yeah, and and that's the thing is the reason why you would do that. If you were part of their uh, staff of uh, marketing gurus and all of that, the reason why you would take a controversial figure like Colin Kaepernick in the first place is because you know Mm-hmm. that everybody is going to have something to say about it. And it's it, there's no such thing as bad publicity. It right. doesn't matter what they say. It just matters that they get your name right. Love it or love to hate it. Yep. So with that, we'll go to the phones. And if you've got something to add in for Ticked Off Tuesday or Confused Day, if you want, if you're in the same boat I am, 314-969-5877, 314-969-KTRS. And we'll start with Mary. Hello, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. I don't know if this is a ticked off, but I'm kind of concerned about all the money we, our state spend on speed limit signs when I'm teaching a 15-year-old how to drive and nobody drives a speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't know how many st- uh, troopers you saw over the weekend out, but uh, they were everywhere over Labor Day weekend, so maybe people were going a little bit slower, but you're right, they don't enforce it. No, <laughs> and it's hard to teach 15 and 16-year-olds to drive the speed limit when people are just on their uh, butts. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. You got it. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Appreciate the call. To uh, Marcus up next. Hello, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Hey, good morning. Morning. Hi. Uh, Go figure this out. Uh, Walmart. Can I say Walmart on the air? You just did. Twice. So say it anyway. <laughs> hey, I bought a battery at Walmart uh, three years ago. And it just went out on them, apparently. Manufactured on July 2015. Okay, you got to back up, Marcus. Uh, we, we lost your phone there for a second. Back, you bought a, a battery three years ago and what? Uh, 36 months free replacement. Okay. Guess what crapped out at 37 months? <laughs> the battery. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the, the only one they had left on the shelf that was identical to the one I had 
uh, that would fit in this particular vehicle had been sitting on the shelf already 14 months, and they still wanted to try to sell it to him. Yeah, when you know what's going to happen at month number 37. Uh, so did you get any satisfaction out of them? Uh, they wanted me to get it prorated, and yeah. uh, since I didn't want to buy like a, a gallon of milk that's sitting on the shelf for two weeks already, they suggested <laughs> I go to another Walmart 25 miles down the road. Uh, yeah, okay. I know, so I ended up spending $180 on a Walmart, uh, on a battery at the local parts store. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you're better off at the local parts store. I'm sure they'll do you right if something goes wrong with it. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, but have a good one, buddy. Uh, to, and I've got something to say on that, that bait and switch part of that, too. We'll get to that in a second. First, though, let's find out what Joe has for us. Hey, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, I'm ticked off, man. Uh, you know, this Kaepernick guy can only pass the ball like 52% completion ratio. That's why he don't have a job. He's, not, he, he's kind of washed out badly. So why does Nike, who sell a shoe, put promote a shoe for a guy who can't even play the game anymore. They, if anything, they should have put his name on knee pads. He's not using the shoes no more. He's using the knee pads. So it, they may have my money now, but they're not getting my money in the future. It's yeah. real simple. I'm sure they'll, they'll miss you. I, I know they will. Uh, now, uh, it, the, back to the bait and switch thing. I went through this once with a TV not that long ago, uh, where I had a TV and ponied up for the warranty, mm-hmm. which I usually don't. Uh, but in this case, something about it said, you know what? Uh, it was it was the first real HD TV we bought. This goes back probably eight nine years, um, and and sure enough, about a year in, it just stopped working. So I took it back and I said, "Hey, this TV doesn't work anymore." And they said, "Oh, that's too bad." And I said, aha, I bought your warranty. And they said, uh, okay. And the warranty said free replacement if this thing breaks within the first whatever, you know, mm-hmm. four years, five years. And, uh, and I said, so I, I, want, I want it replaced. Because they said if you don't get the warranty, you'll have to pay to ship it all the way back to wherever it was made, Korea or someplace. And uh, so you should really get the warranty. So I brought it back to them, and they said, well, we don't have one of those. And I said, what do you mean? I said, well, we don't have that model anymore. That model's been replaced twice since you bought it. And I said, that is not my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll take the upgrade. Exactly. And they didn't want to do it. And there was one that was the exact same television, same size, same screen, same everything. But it had one more output than mine did. And I said, give me that one. That is the closest comparable you have. And they didn't want to do it. And it took me a good three hours of standing there saying, okay, then what are you going to do? Because their answer was initially nothing. And I said, so I bought a warranty for nothing. I gave you an extra hundred bucks for nothing. And well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's like, that's not the answer I was looking for. Uh, but they, yeah, that is a frequent thing that they do now because especially with electronics, those things, that model will be gone in a matter of weeks. So they mm-hmm. know they're not going to be able to replace it, and they sell those stinking warranties anyway. I've heard people say not to buy those warranties usually. And that's why I usually mm-hmm. don't. But it, and even in that case, it was a hassle. And they called it the no-hassle warranty, which oh. I found it really its <laughs> uh, a, a bit of irony there. And all you're doing is hassling me on this. But, yeah, I, I, I would always advise against it. My dad's line on that is never pay to insure something you can pay to replace. Never pay to insure something you can pay to replace. Right. If you can buy another one and it won't hurt that bad, mm-hmm. don't buy the insurance. Because most of the time you won't use it anyway.
Uh, we'll, we'll do some Unless more you're talking. talking about a home. <laughs> right. We'll do some more talking. Well, yeah, but who can pay to replace a home? That's, that's right. the point. Uh, 314-969-5877, 84126 on the toll-free. We'll do some more talking with you just ahead. We'll get the traffic and weather in here as well. On the Big 550 KTRS, it's 1137. John Grayson and Jennifer Blow. Oh, there you go. I love that old Genesis music right. they use. First of all, the guy sounds like Bernie. I was thinking that. He, he was on, he was originally, before you went there, he was the overnight guy on Camel X that they syndicated to WCCO and KDKA, the Overnight America or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, he's they, they briefly there, tried to syndicate it here too, and then and it did not work that in Boston. Was, no, no, that's when uh, what's and his name came back. Uh, Steve oh, Lavelli. Steve Lavelli came back and, because people were so mad. By the they way, I, I don't was, think they were particularly uh, mad at him. They uh, were just uh, mad at the situation. You I know? love the topic and, you talked about because I, I never buy those warranties because they're not worth yeah. the money they're printed on. No. Except, and, except and, the, the only time I yeah. buy a warranty is if, if 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 I had to buy something on a monitor or something that that we're, we're like on, a, on an iPhone, you drop the phone or something happens with the screen. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, but, I'm, again, I again, I don't normally buy warranties on anything. Go ahead, Sean. That was around. Uh, the fall September of 2018, I believe. Because September 4th, yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, was on the Yeah, we talked about it. Well, it was a Tuesday, but yeah. That day after Labor Day. Tuesday, but that, that Colin Kaepernick issue, I remember in one of us talking about in one of our early award-winning episodes of sports. That's right. I think the number, no, for those who want to go, yeah, it's number five or so, you know, something like that, yeah. Yeah, somewhere earlier, we talked about that with him and Nike, if you go way back there. So I, that's how, it's like something that we actually covered that he was covering. So we yeah, no way. Right. What I, think, I, I, think, I think you guys, Gary, wanted to get in. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, no, that's all right. I, I, By the way, I was going to say, and I I, it, I, know, I don't want to bring up a lot of controversy, but I follow a lot of uh, courtroom stuff on YouTube because there are live courts you can watch all day long because of uh, the pandemic. Happening we're watching yesterday uh, was probably recorded, but uh, the sentencing of Calvin Winslow Jr., who uh, was a football player. I forgot what oh, team he played for. San Diego. Kellen, Kellen Winslow. Kellen, Kellen, Winslow. Kellen Winslow Jr. Yeah. Um, um, and it was just... Kellen. Just yeah. amazing. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to get into it because it, it's just. But just what about amazing. the guy sounding like Bernie? What What made you think? I thought that well, too, Chris. I, I thought a little like Rush too, but Bernie. So Rush, there's another <laughs> career for you if you want Bernie, to replace Rush too. Bernie, Bernie and Rush. Rush. I didn't even. I never even thought about that because yeah, I thought, I thought it was it pretty good. <laughs> but the, I'll bet. I'll bet though, Bernie. If you were to replace, if you were to replace Rush, though, Bernie, you'd have millions. Uh, if I were replace, I, I would never mind. No, no. thank you. And you know, <laughs> just always remember, Bernie, who your friends are. If you get those millions, <laughs> and remember your ta- you remember your when you replace Russia, talent is on loan from God, and he's going to want that yeah. payment. Yeah. He's going to want to be paid back eventually. Hey. So, what, what? I was going to say that was unusual about the show was that they were not. First of all, I couldn't figure out what Jennifer was doing there. Right, yeah. Yeah. Of the other people. He was yeah. echoing everything he said. Yeah, hi, yeah, At, uh, but, and asking questions. But the other, the other thing was, it was not political. He did not come out and say because if it had been a typical talk show on AM radio, you went, and of course we know Colin Kaepernick is a total jerk because he's oh, doing exactly. this thing. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't never do that. Go there and they didn't. No, he didn't. 
Well, there are there are talk shows that aren't political. We talked about that last week. Bill right. Bill, Bill Corsair, who worked at WCAU yep. and who also worked at WTIC in Hartford, not a non political talk show. That's there right. Are, there it, were a few of them. That was that was a long time ago. I mean, nowadays you just don't see that. But that was see it probably if I'm not saying and Steve Lavelli was that way though. See, it was a it, it was the same kind of talk show that he ran. It really wasn't political. It was more you know friendly talk, and that's what this guy was doing. But you know they were just so mad that Steve Lavelli got you know, gotten rid of that, uh, you know, and he had loyal fans and uh, he was partially sighted, legally blind. I know that too. And, uh, you know, he, uh, they were even more upset when they got, when they got rid of David Broadnoy and Peter Mead for a while. Remember that whole thing too? But what happened to him was he needed some shoulder surgery and because they dumped him unceremoniously, brought it back for a month, you know, a month later, about four years later, he just gave him about two days notice and said, I'm out of here. I got to have shoulder shoulder surgery. I'm leaving. And they were like, yeah, yeah. but then, uh, you know, he was gone. So yeah. he said, all right, I'll get you guys. And he was very, and this guy, John Grayson, very fair as far as how he covered yeah. Well, there's not much we can say about it. We, we, no, we I mean, like it's, the show. it, was, it yeah. was just something yeah. different. And I thought it was I'm kind of refreshing. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah. I was just saying I would be listening to it because I, would, I wouldn't mind listening to non-political talk. Yeah, right. for a change. Yes. Water cooler talk, if you will, maybe. Yeah, I'll tell you when I turn on the radio, I I turn it on either for sports or for music or things like that. I I get to the point with it. You can handle just so much of the political stuff, and then you need other Uh, things. No, my idea is to bring back Joe Pine or uh, Long John Nebel, right, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Joe Pine, right? That'd be good. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, yeah, it would. All right. I would love to have over the house to, for dinner or something like that. How about, oh, Alan, oh, but, oh, the other guy that you, you probably liked when he worked in Florida, Alan Burke, right, Mike? Yeah. That's right. Hey, how about if we listen to uh, old 19, well, not old, but it is old, actually, 1969 yeah, yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, because we're losing listeners by the second, Jeff. So we went. No, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm just giving him yeah, a hard time. I like Bernie. Let's turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The first yeah. people meet us are in the wrong place, right, Bernie? Yeah. Right. You know they are. Yeah. Well, Jeff, here here's your introduction, and you're going to your friend here, Bill Brown. This week, we're traveling to New York City, and we're going to listen to a radio announcer who I really, really enjoy. I have to say, he's probably my favorite radio announcer. You've heard him before at WCBS-FM in New York City, but this time you're going to hear him at radio station WOR-FM in New York City, where he began his radio career. Listen to Bill Brown as he skillfully handles mornings on radio station WOR-FM. What a cool, smooth-sounding radio announcer. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy WOR-FM, when it was consulted by Bill Drake on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Music, W-O-R-F-M. 606 at ORFM. Good morning, Big Town. Bill Brown, grooving with your request right now. It's 68 degrees, light rain in the big city, and I've got my man, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, little woman, please make up your mind. You've got to come into my world and leave your world behind. Come on now. Hey, little woman, that's Bobby Sherman at ORFM. It's 6.08 with Bill Brown. Everyone here at 98.7 invites you to come along with us and relive ORFM's 48-hour documentary from Bill Spector yesterday to Bill Spector today.
this record was cut with just guitar, and there's no bass on the record, and I sang ba da da All the hitmakers and their music return in 12-hour chapters spanning four days, starting tomorrow at noon on 98.7. George and Riggle, the Beatles at ORFM. That's Paperback Writer from 64, 611 with Bill Brown. Good morning. Get all those women's boutiques where you can blow your allowance for the whole year and a half hour. Well, Orbax has the exact same stuff for a lot less. Those stretch lace shirts, buckskin vests, ponchos and capes, vinyl, everything. Jumpsuits, the new straight leg pants, knitted jeans, mini skirts, sash skirts, man. I mean, no matter what you bag, they've got it for you, babe. At every Orbax in New York, Newark, Westbury and Bergen Mall in Paramus, a little bread goes a long way at Orbax. Bags. A little change is good for everybody. When it comes to ice cream, do you invariably vote for vanilla or solemnly swear by strawberry? Schraff says live a little. Get out of your rut. A little change is good. Try red raspberry twirl, lime festival, banana, chocolate chip mocha, burnt almond, butterscotch vanilla twirl, or maple walnut. For a change. A Good morning at 6.15 in the big town. More than 164,000 lost, strayed, or unwanted animals were cared for by the ASPCA shelters in each of the five boroughs, Long Island and Westchester. Your contributions to the ASPCA help this important work to continue. New York weather, mostly cloudy today and tonight, with occasional periods of rain, some thunder showers, and it's coming down right now. Highs today in the mid-70s, lows tonight in the mid-60s, and midtown 68 degrees at ORFM.
come from their solo inspiration album, Righteous Brothers. That, of course, was Bobby at ORFM at 620. And I'm Bill Brown, just messing up your mind and cleaning up your bod. Aren't you glad that you used us? Everybody did. Say, listen, you're going to wish you did if you don't this noon, this noon Friday, as we relive the birth of rock and roll, man, the history of rock and roll at 98.6. This Ever this girl is your woman now. A soggy one if she's walking down Manhattan Way anyway right now because it's raining. 68 degrees at ORFM. Hi. Mm-hmm. Um, you asked when would be the best time to buy a new Camaro, right? Well, the best time to buy a new Camaro is now. Right now, while the whole country is on Chevrolet savings time. I suppose you're surprised that a car as popular as the Hugger, a car that paced the Indianapolis 500 two out of the last three years, a car named Best Sporty Car in this year's Car and Driver Poll, you're probably surprised that a car with so much going for it is going for so little right now. Sure surprised me, I'll tell you. And I'll tell you something else. Since we're on Chevrolet savings time right now, this is the time to get over to your Chevrolet dealer and pick out your Camaro. Better hurry, though, because the word is out.
98.7 brings you to the history that made history. This weekend, starting Friday at noon, there is going to be a gas. Butler at ORFM. at ORFM. Good morning, New York City. Bill Brown on a rainy Thursday in the big town. This is Smith. Hit bound. Shalala, baby, it's you. It's not the way you smile. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Bill Brown. It's 7 o'clock. W-O-R-F-M. Declaring a Thursday morning music dividend at ORFM. This is it's Keith Barton. Soon you rise. Find the glasses for his eyes. Keith Barber at ORFM. Echo Park at 706. Everyone here at 98.7 invites you to come along with us and relive ORFM's 48-hour rockumentary. From the stars, writers, and producers who created rock to the philosophers who probed their creation. And I think everything's improved. The sounds have improved. And uh, the musicians have improved. The engineers have certainly improved. All the hit makers and their music return in 12-hour chapters spanning four days starting tomorrow at noon on 98.7. Never to be forgotten sound of Bunny Holly, Peggy Sue, 64 on the all-time top 300 at ORFM at 709. You know, you don't have to be a cowboy to wear Levi's. Levi's got something for everybody, and Sid's has got them all. Levi's on campus, off campus, for him, for her, daytime, nighttime, groove time, love time, anytime. Sid's Levi's and all the new fall fabrics, high shades and slim styles like stretch Levi's, a trim-fitting rugged denim jean that says it all. And Sid says it best with over 200,000 pairs of slacks to choose from and always free alterations and custom tapering. Sid's for slacks and more throughout Brooklyn, Long Island shopping centers, Jackson Heights, and the mall in New Rochelle. Remember last year? Remember Rosemary's baby? This year, there's another baby. And this year, it's more terrifying, more frightening than you could ever imagine. National General Pictures presents Daddy's Gone A-Hunting. Starring Carol White, Paul Burke, and introducing Scott Highlands. Daddy's Gone A-Hunting. When the baby begins to cry, you'll begin to scream. Rated M for mature audience. Daddy's got a hunting now at National General Showcase Theaters throughout the metropolitan area. Check newspapers for listings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that some folks 
the fifth of our FM, getting right down to the nitty-gritty. And you can do that with me, too, Brock, simply by dialing 665-4642. Bill Brown at 713 from ORFM. The New York Times sports section is the business section for me. The business section I read just for the fun of it. Bill Hodges, manager of the New York Mets for the New York Times. And I've developed a new reading habit lately. Ever since my book came out, The Game of Baseball, I've been following the Times book reviews. But most of all, I read every word the New York Times prints about professional baseball. The Times coverage is so professional. You find out the kind of things ball players want to know about other clubs and other ball players. Who's been swinging at bad pitches? Who's been taking too many strikes? Where the heavy hitters have been hitting the ball? It's the kind of baseball talk baseball players talk. And the Times writers write it the way we talk it. Whatever your game, business or baseball, for professional coverage, Every day, have the times delivered. For home delivery, call area code 212-MU7-1100. The New York Times, you don't have to read it all, but it's nice to know it's all there. Anytime you're ready to improve your education, the State University of New York is ready to help. Earn college credits at home by writing Independent Study Program, Box 6271, Albany, 12206. New York, weather mostly cloudy today and tonight, occasional periods of rain, some thundershowers. High today in the mid-70s, low tonight in the mid-60s. Midtown, it's 68 degrees at ORFL. That's Donovan 55 on the all-time top 300 at ORFM 718 with Bill Brown. Here come the four tops. Taste that beats the others cold. Well, there you go. Memories of October 2nd, 1969. Bill Brown at WORFM. What a cool sounding radio station. Not only did they play oldies and top 40 and lots of soul, they also peppered in album cuts as well at the radio station. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check you'd like me to play, why don't let me know about it? That email address, as usual, is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Wow, that was worth it for that radio station. Yeah, that was cool. He was the nicest guy you'd know. I, mean, I, I got to go back to 1977, and I graduated college. I, I took a year off between high school and college, and radio just wasn't coming. I was working at a college radio station where everyone else was getting a job but me, and I was really upset and very depressed, and I contacted Bill, and, and he said, you know, you have so many other talents. You, you've already told me about your major in speech and public relations. You know, use those to your advantage, and and you make radio a hobby. Because you know, and I really, I, I, I almost cry whenever I hear the, whenever I hear air checks. You know, Bernie, you know that cry. everybody. No, I'm not going to cry because I would I would I would flip okay. my living. Everyone has a mentor who helps them out, and he was the guy that kind of encouraged me when I was in college and high school. Um, when I went to high school back in '69, I, I forget what it was, but he let me do an interview of him, and I I did it for a speech project. I was in the public speaking club, and. Uh, he had let me record an interview with him, and it was really a, a, a very, very nice relationship that I had with him. So, and I know that we've had some hands raised. Uh, so let me let me get to the hands first, and then we uh, and we can do that. Lionel, can you All unmute right. yourself, and then Al, you'll be next, and and Bobby Vinton will be next after that. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Lionel. Yeah, Jeff, why did they switch from WRFM to XLO? I actually heard that Eric Check does the morning that that happened. Why did they do that? Um, well, there was a long story, but the, they had a hired a program director named. Uh, um, I forgot his name was uh, Phillips, Mel Phillips. 
And he made changes to the station that dropped the ratings, and then they brought Bill Drake and and to re-guide the station. Then it became WXLO, and unfortunately, then they became 99X, and they just never would. They never did well as they never did as well as WABC. But they had, you know, when my father used to say, "I don't like rock and roll," but when he had his business, he owned a billiard parlor, and he'd put that radio station on because, as he said. They played everything that even I would like, even at my age. Yeah, and so that's he played. What, he played three songs from 1957 in that air check. So that's pretty cool, you know. Peggy yeah. Sue and Gone and Wonderful, Wonderful. They were playing every other song was an oldie too. That's uh, true. I don't know if that was I like the, the way format. They, uh, I like their top hour. The, you know the way they went into the uh, fast. And, and as song, I said, he had right no problem with being with me being visually impaired. He knew a friend of mine as well who was visually impaired. He was just that kind of a guy. Well, but Al, go yeah. ahead from Cleveland, Ohio. Go ahead, uh, unmute yourself, please. Okay, go ahead, Al. I'm going to take Chris's job away from him for a little bit. It was okay. uh, Labor Day weekend in 1969. It's a Well, it's hard to say, it, and I think October 2nd makes sense. First of all, that was a Thursday. They never mentioned Labor Day. Now, the one thing they didn't do, which would cement it, Al, they should have, and now there should have been a tie-in, and nowadays there would have been a tie-in. When Gil Hodges did that ad for the time, the Mets were getting ready to play the Braves in the first National League Championship Series, and they were on their way to you know, win the pennant and then win the World Series. And he never said, hey, hey, about those Mets anyway. Gil does a good job with and, those and Mets. Now, the, the, it's a little bit ambiguous on that air check. I've, have, I've, I've seen three different websites with that air check on it. One says uh, October 4th, one says November, September 2nd, and one says... October, uh, August 38th, 33rd, 30th, or something like that. And I don't yeah. know. I mean, you have to kind of figure it out. But I do remember that it was probably in September or October when they October did. October 2nd was, yes. The music was definitely September, October music. And the thing I'm saying is I think October 2nd makes sense, except there should have been. Nowadays, they definitely would have been tie-in with the Mets. And uh, he didn't yeah. say anything about that. Well, because but, they also uh, didn't carry any sports on that station. so that's No, but that probably... doesn't matter. Now any DJ worth his salt say, hey, the Sox are doing, you know, that's what they do. Everybody does that now. So yeah, yeah, Bobby, Bobby, can you didn't... unmute yourself? Bobby Vinton, go ahead. Make it quick, please. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. Yes, you know, um, I love that air check. I was born in 77. And one quick question I have for you guys is, um, it's I love live radio, and I'm wondering when is WCBS-FM and all these other radio stations going to have their DJs live so you could speak to them in person? I will tell you yeah, that right. I don't think it's going to happen. Never. However, <laughs> however, since you brought it up, Bobby, I am going to be doing something in the future. And I want to show WCBS-FM as an oldie station when it sounded good and how it sounds today. And we can compare the two different radio stations. Would you like me to do that, Bobby? I would love it. Yeah, that'd be good. I, that's what so, I'm going to do. The interesting thing I want to say before we go is thinking about uh, the, the company as a whole. They basically, all the AMs, uh, RKO General, were playing rock and roll, WRKO, CKLW, KHJ, w, uh, um, HBQ in Memphis already was. But WOR, because you had Gene Shepard, you had um, you know Barry Farber, you had Rambling with Gambling, they weren't going to change the AM because the AM no, was, No, as a know, matter of fact, there's, right a whole the history, there's a whole history of that. And let, let me get, one of the things that WORFM was, it was not, it, it was the big town sound. It was never boss radio. They were, they were an album rock kind of top. 40 album rock format they started back in 1966 and when archaeo made the change for drake there was such a protest that they they knew they had to do something to make it to soften the the blow and what they did was they that's why you heard the album cuts that's why you heard a lot more soul that's why you heard a lot more solid gold it was totally different than khj 
than WRKO ever sounded. That's why it had it had a yeah, special but sound. The RKO was nothing. They were nowhere in the ratings. I mean, BZ and HDH yeah. and MEX and everybody was killing them, so they could do anything they wanted when they started up. And of course, they were never Boss Radio because Boss Radio in Boston sounds pretty silly, so they didn't call it that. It was just yeah, a now crowd, you know. But whatever. I, I, but I, I, you know. I love them because because they used to say, and they got in trouble with the FCC because at the top of the hour they, they wouldn't say KHJ Los Angeles, KHJ Boss Angeles. Remember that? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Brady, what did you think of Bill Brown? I'm just curious. Uh, he 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 kicked butt. He uh, he's very good. Um, yeah. The only thing I would say about any of those uh, Drake stations is doing mornings on one of those stations is just as easy as doing nights. Uh, they don't do any features. Uh, they don't, you know. So it, it's just like if you can do radio, you can do mornings. Well, RKO did it differently. They had Al Gates, who was, had a, you know, like this duck that he did thing, and then <laughs> Dale Dorman for years did uh, did the mornings on RKO. So they did try to have a, an upbeat, more funny, you know, personality morning show. Other stations, I guess, obviously Bill Brown was just doing it pretty straight, but, but RKO did upbeat. put the personality on in the morning. And, you know and, he, and he did play one of my all-time favorite right. songs. But uh, so what was that? Right? What was by the association? Oh yes. Which one? Everything Which that song? touches you, everything that touches you is love. Oh yeah, good song, good song. Yeah, love that song. Mm-hmm. Good song. Yeah. Well, we're getting into Tim's time, but I, I just, oh, I didn't, no. I didn't expect to get such a reaction from the air check, and I'm very happy that you guys liked it. And Bobby Benton, he, I know oh, he yeah. listens, but he never calls. I'm very happy that that. that yeah, it's been a while. Been it's a while. been a while. Yeah. So. Good to have them okay. here, Tim, Jeff. And- Tim is 1964. If you want to hear the Beatles tonight at nine o'clock Eastern. Mm-hmm. You'll hear them because they're going to be in that countdown. Speaking, speaking of the Beatles, he said Paperback Writer was 1964. It's 66 in the spring. Yeah. 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 That was a mistake, sure. and unfortunately it happens. Sometimes the DJs would do that and it would drive me crazy. They would say something me like too. that. I'm like, me don't too. even, if you don't yeah. know, don't say it. Jeez. Yeah, don't say it. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I do know this. I guess it's time for that feature and thank the panel. We've had a great show tonight. Hopefully I'll see you next week. If not, Jeff will be steering the ship and I'll be whatever I'm doing. You'll be in in sick bay. That's right. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the ship will be on automatic pilot or something. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe I'll do a remote from... The Naples hey, Hospital. Hey, yeah. we had we had Pam Francis calling from the hospital one time, so that you know this is happening. Why not? Yeah. You can do yeah. sixty second cut ins. Sixty yeah, second right. cut ins, right? Yeah. Live from the hospital yeah. in Naples, yeah. Florida. We'll have a microphone in the operating room if if you happen to have your surgery this week. And we'll we'll uh, broadcast live from the operating yeah. room. And as long as we don't have Mike Nichols and Elaine May as your uh, doctor and nurse. No, please, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! That brings back so many memories. Of oh yeah, Chris. Thank you. Oh, that Let's like let's let Tim get to, get ready to get going here, guys. All right. Well, let's. Do, I think it's time for us to go jacking around. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, no. We. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to play. <laughs> you know where I was going. So yeah. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Bill. One of the things I try to do when taking care of these featured station segments is to take care of our listener requests. And one of our listeners wants to hear Jack FM. It so happens that Midwest Communications has changed the format of one of its radio stations, WVFM. They transmit on a frequency of 106.5 in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and they've changed it to Jack FM. Jack FM is a format that's consulted by Sparknet Communications, and you'll notice the voice of Howard Kogan. Yes, you're either going to love him or you're going to hate him, and he embodies the voice of Jack FM. So without further ado, 
do, let's sit back and enjoy radio station WVFM from Kalamazoo, Michigan, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 106.5 Jack FM. on Jack FM, you straight tripping, boo. just playing what we want till we can find a friend. Aw, now we're all sad. Well, it could just be the box wine talking, but Jack FM doesn't sound half bad this weekend. Jack FM is going to end up at 1065 Jack FM. Don't believe us? Tune in now for a preview. Look, can we all agree to disagree on this bunch of songs in a row on Jack FM? Jack FM. WZOX Portage, Kalamazoo. WVFM, Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, Grand Rapids. 1065 Jack FM. Playing what we want.
106.5 Jack FM. Jack FM has no DJs with this 17-page contract that legally binds you to buy foreclosed properties in your area. Hey! 106.5 Jack FM. Wow, that sounds so much better than 96.5 Jack FM. Wake up, Jack. Kalamazoo, WVFM, Kalamazoo, Battle Creek, Grand Rapids, 106.5 Jack FM, playing what we want. Well, there you go. Jack FM is heard on radio station WVFM from Kalamazoo, Michigan. One thing about the Jack FM format, depending on how it's programmed, is that it sounds different no matter where you hear it. The Jack FM heard in Los Angeles, California, is certainly not like the one heard in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, well, let me know about it by email. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the world.